Danny, we just a bunch of part-time slackers. Dude, we don't want to. We don't want to work anymore. <laughs> but but the difference is is that um, I have a justifiable excuse for my laziness. Mm. I'm I'm union. <laughs> justifiable. And I guess I guess you have a built-in ex- you have a built-in excuse for your lack of desire to do um, manual labor as well. Yeah. Your management. Mm-hmm. Pretty much <laughs> management. Your union. We're just a bunch of lazy fucks over here. With our powers combined, <laughs> nothing. Shit getting ain't done. getting done. <laughs> find somebody. So find someone with less seniority than me. They can do it. <laughs> yeah. See, as part of your development, I think you should do this. <laughs> Man. And then if I see you touching something, then that's free money. So that's a good thing. It's it's a win win situation. <laughs> the gloves don't fit, man. <laughs> Dude, I honestly, I generally don't file like working grievances against supervisors, even though I probably should file more. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, because sometimes we're fucked up, and like people just enough people call out sick or don't show up or whatever. Yeah. And then they they like move something just out of the way, so it's more bearable to work. Yeah. But I actually had one supervisor show up. Instead of like breaking up people that were standing around talking, he started to work. But instead of just kind of helping out, he like took off his like button up work shirt, had a like a white beater underneath, nice. pulled a pair of like work gloves out of his back pocket, like and went to town for like for like two and a half hours. Just throwing, <laughs> throwing boxes, moving boxes for two and a half hours. So I'm like, sweet. So thanks to the thanks to the new uh, contract that you well the well the current contract that the UPS and management agreed to the management working grievances get paid at double time oh boy so is everybody in that department get paid two two hours no just whoever files the grievance uh got you and if multiple people file the grievance the seniority that is the tiebreaker got you (laughs) only one of you get to be the paid rat (laughs) well it depends on how many supervisors well it depends on how many supervisors work Uh, you know basically because the, the 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 point of the grievance is you're filing because they're taking the place of a teamster brother or sister. Got you. Got you. And now, like on the shift I'm working on now, they they're like hardcore about it. As far as like shoot, manage, management's working, but if they get caught by their bosses or us, they can get in trouble. Like we'll file grievances, and the people running the shift are the uh, upper management is suspending part time supervisors for working. Nice. So. It's easy. Just go over them. Go over them. Then we go. Well, your job would be a lot easier if your brother and sister called off, didn't call off, huh? But now work faster, faster, faster. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, because nobody wants to work there anymore. That's my favorite nah. thing. Uh, can we go home early tonight? It's Friday night. Yeah, all your all, the, all your other coworkers decided to call off, so they made sure you got to work a full shift. So go talk to them as I walk away. <laughs> I've I've said to mul- m- multiple people, man, we probably go home every early every Friday if everybody showed up. <laughs> every Friday. See, see, that's 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 the strong management skill right there, turning the employees against each other, hey, not making them mad at you. It's not your fault. It's not my fault. It's their fault. <laughs> I don't want to be there either on Friday. I I don't blame them. 
No. Yeah, I do. Oh I, man. Yeah, my favorite was like someone's like, "Hey, I'm calling out the next two nights to go see the Spider-Man movie. I have sick time," and I just said, "Oh, awesome! Have fun, man." See, I'm truthful. No, no, no. Just telling it straight because I don't blame them. That Spider-Man movie was pretty damn good. <laughs> yeah, we used to um. There used to be a guy before they got answering machines at work when people would call in, like, well, no matter where he was in the offices, he would, like, run to the phone. Like, it was, like, almost, like, comical, like, if they made, like, a commercial or something, the way he was running. But he would try Play, to, like, like the, on the, people. The, the, the music game, like, the game music. So he's, like, hurrying over there. Yeah. The Hill music, yes. But So he'd get on, and, you know, people would call out, because he tried this on me, too, and I just hung up on him. Once he got the information he needed, yeah, you know, you t you know, because you're just supposed to call in, like, give him your name, basically, like, military name, rank, and serial number, name, the crew you work for, and what you why you're calling out, which is basically, I want sick pay, yeah. And so, um, but he would give you the whole like, ah, are you really not feeling good? Like, because because we just we really need people to show up tonight. How about this? How about how about if you um you just come in and at least help set up in the beginning of the shift because that's that's when you really need people and. And if you're still not feeling good, just tell your supervisor that I said you can go home early. <laughs> when how, how to cause in your fire. entire life, <laughs> how, do, how does the so-and-so set told me this ever worked in your entire experience of life? <laughs> Terrible news. Oh, man. Ben, ben, ben said I could go home, and it's like... Yeah, but because other you're either because like you said, other people didn't show up. We can't let anybody go home, or you don't. You're we have to go. We have to make send start sending people home in order of seniority. So the higher seniority people, people that higher seniority need to say no before we can let you go home. Mm -hmm. So you just be like Danny, sick time, and they'd be like, oh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's like this is uh, Danny Groves. I work on this crew. I want to get paid sick pay for today. Oh, really? Can you click? The sweaty balls crew. Yes. <laughs> click. I don't give a fuck time. Yes. Gone. Like I'm I'm I don't need to listen to you, man. Like you got all of my information. <laughs> Stop trying to sell oh, me man. stuff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Stop trying to sell me your lies there, management. <laughs> Oh man, so I uh I decided I decided I uh was going to try and uh ruin a, another podcast. Gotcha. Besides so, this one and the other so, so we're gonna say the podcast is breaking up in two months. Either that or I told them um either either they'll like this they'll never record like they actually released the episode. So so far they're breaking the jinx because gotcha. um I, I told them about how uh, you know they actually released the episode this week, the same week I recorded it, as opposed to, you know, a year and a half later. <laughs> That's why you got to hold like, on to that filler content. I mean, I don't know why you would hold it for a year for certain reasons, well, but... <laughs> that, the, the Pencil Net Geeks podcast, like, they recorded my episode and then didn't release anything again until they released mine, and then they... I guess I would... But I guess I'm not the only one, because they just released one this week. Gotcha. That they talked about the movie... Um, wrestling with my family that came out however many years ago but i think they probably recorded it when it was new oh geez <laughs> so i guess i'm not the only one and then uh, i also told them about how 
like the other ones I was on, the people lost their jobs relatively shortly after. And they're like, one of the guys, like, he's like, yeah, I've been with my, they can't fire me. I, you know, and the other guy's like, I'm his boss. So, and I'm like, so maybe you'll get fired and he'll get fired. Never say never. <laughs> but yeah, so I got to join, uh, a actually pretty legit podcast. It's called the King's Realm podcast. Mm-hmm. They've actually had like Luke Robitaille as a guest, Derek Armstrong, and the current Kings announcer Faust. Nice on there. So I I, I sat in the same. Well, they did Robitaille's a uh, um, interview in his office, but they had Derek Armstrong and Fausty in the in the in the studio. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and uh, uh. the whole day, I'm like, wait. I better learn some shit about the Kings because, like, I follow the team, but I'm definitely not close enough to, like, go on a podcast. <laughs> and I don't think I know enough about beer to if I get called out by people to, to bullshit my way through it. I'm, but we'll I, find out. I'll, I'll just get drunk and talk about shit I know. Yeah, I'm just here for the fights and the beer drinking. <laughs> yeah, dude, I got I got hammered to the point where my, like, as we were wrapping up, my wife sent me a text. She's like, just, just please don't throw up in my car. <laughs> And I didn't. And then I, I woke up at like five o'clock in the morning the next day, still a little drunk. Look I'm like, I'm go. fine. I'm fine. And then I got up to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, I think I'm, I think I'm still drunk. Oh boy. Try to go back to sleep or go, yeah. or go get munchies. I don't know. One of the two. We did. But yeah, so you can find the, the King's Realm podcast hey, on yo. standard pod, podcast carriers. And they also, the cool thing, like, well, it's cool. And it both, and it kind of sucks for me, at least, is they uh, live stream their recordings on Twitch. Nice. Nice. Like, nice. usually Tuesday or Wednesday nights, but, like, they don't start recording till like, 9 or 10 o'clock at night. Ooh, that's a, that's a bad time for Daniel. That's sleepy. That's time. way past my... That's way past my bedtime. But, yeah, I, I had... Brought some beers. Had a couple different uh, uh, scotches and bourbons. Mm-hmm. And I brought one, and I didn't get a chance to try it. But I wanted the the host James because he's a big Scotch guy, mm-hmm. and he really liked it. He's like, "Did you have some?" And I'm like, "Oh no, I think I'm, I think, I think I'm good. I'm sure I'm good." So at one point, I had you're not good. Here's some, here's some Scotch, 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 Scotch. Like, yeah, I think if I would have drank that, I would have pushed me over the lid. The it would have came back <laughs> along with everything else. Yeah, it would have brought up the ghosts, as they say. But at one point, I had a a, gla- a glass of Scotch, a glass of beer. And two empty cans of beer in front of me that were pretty much full. Mm-hmm. And so I had to catch up. Because whenever they do, because one of the things I forgot, I listened to a podcast and like a rookie, I forgot when they do, when they do their introductions, mm-hmm. they always crack a beer. That didn't even fucking, did, did that even make a sound or did your microphone just decide to go, nope? I, I guess my microphone went, nope. <laughs> Because it cracked. I heard nothing. You did? Either I'm... I don't know. I, either I'm deaf or that microphone was just like, not today, sir. Not, not today. today. Maybe it, it was not today because I heard. It wasn't loud. I had a better crack on the show. Ah, that's good. I'm glad at least you did it. You you had the good I, crack I didn't, on the real show. Right. I, <laughs> I, didn't embarrass, I didn't embarrass the show in public. And I also didn't spill beer everywhere there, too, when I opened the beer because this thing just buzzed. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna continue my 
plugging. So yeah, check it out, man. We got there, and and one of the guys called us as soon as we started recording. He's like, "This is going to be a two-hour episode, isn't it?" And it's I think it comes in at like a little under an hour and fifty-five minutes. Mm. But yeah, just listen to me get that's a progressively lot of, drunker and drunker. That's a lot of conversation about kings and beer and beer and beer. Yes, but the host of the show, one of the hosts, James, who's a studio we were recording at, mm-hmm. he gave me a beer to try from a Santa Monica Brew Works called, mm-hmm. it's the 310 Stump Shandy. Ooh. It is also, a, it's a fun collaboration because the lemonade that they use in this Shandy mm-hmm. is a official hot dog on a stick. Oh, nice. So I don't know if they just like... If they like went to the hot, they had someone either went and picked it up or had someone like in a little white van with the clown hat thing mascot mm-hmm. drove the lemonade there, already pre-made, or if they just brought a bunch of lemons and like sent some people in the uniforms over there to smash the unif- the lemonade on site. Did they stomp it? Stomp, stomp. Which I don't even know if they do that anymore. Like the last few times I've gone to the mall, yeah. Like last quite a few times I've gone to the mall, walked by hot dog on a stick. I haven't seen anybody smashing lemonade anymore, so I don't even know if they do that anymore in-house or if they just decided it's just easier and cheaper to uh make it elsewhere with uh powdered sugar <laughs> powdered lemons ew ew gross but like there's a there's a couple songs about you know be, like written by like bands when they were in high school talking about having crushes watching the the hot dog on a stick girl make lemonade there's the i think it's the vandals yeah the vandals has the one talking about jumping on the pogo stick <laughs> but the little thing that you did, yes, just hanging out at the mall, watching her jump, hop on the pogo stick. <laughs> but man, this is definitely uh, shandy colored. Yes, it looks good. Shandies are a pretty enjoyable summer beer. Have you had a fresh shandy, like not out of a can, like somebody made yes. a shandy? Well, like not homemade, but I've gone to breweries where they have it on tap. Oh, like, do they actually mix it? Like, they take juice no. and then pour the beer over? No, dude, nothing fancy like that. Dude, bruh. I'm gonna bruh you right now. Bruh. Double Legit. did it. With orange juice and, like, another citrus. Like, they poured, like, take your pint glass and probably give it, like, less than a, maybe like a fourth of the glass, a little less. And then they used, I asked them. I was like, because I didn't ask, like, what juices they use, because I was like, I could play around with that, because it's, I was like, so what beer did you use? And they're like, oh, it's our Pilsner, and I was like, all right. So, yeah, so they would, uh, they would take the glass, and then they would uh, fill it with their orange juice, like, lime juice combo, or whatever it was, and then they would uh, top it off with uh, pills. Super fucking good, man, super good. I can imagine that that's giving me that gives me an idea now because I've been going for a while. We're going to this coffee shop right around the corner from us. Yeah. Like you'll pa- you pretty much pass it on the way to your mother's house. It's right there at the shopping center behind the drive in mm-hmm. where the McDonald's is yep. called the Daily Brew. Yes. And um, they have pretty amazing lemonade. Mm. So I might have to go in there and ask for a lemonade. No ice. Mm hmm. Get some Pilsner. Get, get myself a Chuck, a Chuck Pilsner. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I went. That'd be perfect because then you pour a little bit into a pint glass and then do the rest of your twelve ounces right on top. If you get right your pill, if you get your pilsner in a twelve ounce vessel. Uh, yeah, I guess then I could. I guess the only one I know for sure that has pilsner in a twelve ounce can is a uh, Route Thirty Brewing. Mm-hmm. It has a pretty solid pilsner that is available in a twelve ounce can. Mm-hmm. All right. I guess I, I guess I know what part of my weekend plans next weekend are. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be hot in California for another three months, so yeah. Actually, it's nice today. A nice but then it's supposed to be like a hundred eighty-two, eighty-three, eighty-three, eighty-three. Yeah. <laughs> But it's supposed to be like 98 next Tuesday. Uh, we got it warming uh, up again. Yeah, that's nasty. We got like into the low 70s. I was like, I was like, oh my god, the AC's back on. <laughs> it's nice enough at night where it got. It actually, woke up the, in the middle of the night, kind of chilly because we had our bedroom window open. So mm. it was like in the low 60s, which you know isn't that cold. But when you know you're like that, you're used to like. <laughs> Mid mid eighties to mid hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say mid hundreds. <laughs> uh. Oh man, but yeah, man, this I'm I as soon as I saw this was like hot dog on a stick, and he was like, "You want one?" I'm like, "Hell yes!" And then I was trying to figure out what beer I was gonna record with, and I'm like, "Oh wait, I have this amazing shandy that I want to try," and it ties in with my uh, cross promotion of said King Drums podcast. So, <laughs> what are you drinking today, Sean? I'm getting, I'm going back a little old school, Danny. So um, I've actually been uh, getting back on the IPA wagon a little bit. Going full circle back to like my rebirth. That's why I should be like, this is uh, my rebirth stage in my beer drinking. The toxic trend continues. <laughs> yeah, I skipped over a couple other ones that uh, you went to, and I was like, I'm back at zero. So maybe you're going to come up back to zero and just chug a bunch of stouts. Maybe. <laughs> so Even though I never stopped the way you stopped drinking IPAs. That's fair, too. Um. So this is from Hidden Sands Brewing Company. Out in it's in New Jersey. It is where is it? It's towards the it's towards the shore. I didn't see the name of the the place. It's in a Egg Harbor Township. So basically, when you're on your way from my house to Atlantic City, the area before that, um, it's a it was tucked away over there. Cool little brewery. Um, really liked really liked uh what they had there um they had this uh they had this peach ipa that was really good and i wanted a crowler of it but it was an experimental beer so i was not able to get it so i so I well, did, you, did you tell them the experiment succeeded and they need to brew more of it so you can in fact take some home i should have i definitely should have uh, so this is the uh, 107 IPA. It's a West Coast style Indian pale ale. So coming in at six percent ABV. Just a nice, calm, hoppy beer. Doesn't seem seems like a. 
contradiction. <laughs> You're not an IPA drinker. You wouldn't understand. Um, the um, not on the. It doesn't come across too bittery. Um, from what I, from from my palate. Um, obviously, like post drink, you get your more of the bitterness. But as you're kind of drinking through not not bitter um really at all as far as i think um nice clean finish just really solid uh ipa very enjoyable not as good as that peach one but still good oh <laughs> uh, so but no hidden sands brewing company check them out pretty good yeah so i was at a place this weekend and I ordered a Pilsner from a brewery that was up where I was, which we'll get into later, but um, they also had this IPA that seemed to be everywhere. Like the only place this IPA was that I, that I didn't see it mm -hmm. was at the other breweries that I went to. And I'm sure the, the, the reps at this brew at Topa Topa is the brew are like, Hey, can we at least just get one to handle for our peak IPA that's everywhere? <laughs> Cause like they had, like this one liquor store I went into just to see what they had. They had like nothing super crafty, but they did have like six packs of like they had cans of the Chief Peak. And then even the hotel that I was staying at um, had a lot of like 805 and this and that. But then they had like one small tiny section of craft beer and it had the Chief Peak IPA from Topa Topa. Mm -hmm. And so this place I went to, I ordered their Pilsner. And the guy was walking, and I, we sat outside and he's like, all right, we'll bring you the beer. So I was sitting out there and he, as he was like walking out to me, I'm looking, I'm like, dude. Told my told my wife I'm like, that's not the IPA. I mean that's not the that's not the Pilsner. I think he's bringing me the IPA. Mm -hmm. Either 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 they have their menu list mislabeled or they messed up. Oh boy. And so um, he gets closer and he puts it down and I sniff it and I'm like, oh yeah. So I go up and I'm like, hey, um, and I'm gonna be that guy, but did you guys give me the Pilsner or the IPA? And he was like, like, like I think the guy that was in charge was like, oh, we gave you the IPA, and I'm like. You order the Pilsner, and I'm like, yes. And he's like, oh yeah, okay, that's fine. We'll bring it to you. And sure enough, like, I have a picture sitting next next to each other, man. It's like one is like almost clear, and the other is like you can just definitely see the multi uh, <laughs> brownness of the beer. Damn, um, non-beer drinkers fucking messing stuff up. But then I drank it, and I was like, this doesn't taste like like hoppy. It tastes like like that green pepper flavor, mm -hmm. which I didn't, I keep, I can't mean to look up, but apparently it's in like an, it's like a, um, off flavor. Mm. It's like a, well, it's like a yeast thing. Well, that's not good. So I don't know. I don't know if it was like just that batch or, you know, how like, um, what's that Heineken? Heineken comes in the green bottles. Yeah, the skunky. Like basically, yes, but they kind of almost intentionally do that to get that skunky flavor. Correct. Heineken does, yeah. Part or of some of the like get that skunk going. Yes. Or then um that buttery popcorn flavor that's like we consider an off flavor. Like some of the British like the European breweries consider that like a target flavor. Like um what's the beer with the B on the low Boddington's? Boddington's like they're like it's basically like Guinness, but it's like a blonde ale, like an English pub ale is what it's called. Okay. 
but that, that's one of the beers that they intentionally go for the diacetyl or like buttery flavor. Mm. So I'm like, is this a is this intentionally supposed to taste like like you just brewed it with green peppers and you just threw some green peppers in the mash or <laughs> is this a bad batch? Or what? Because like I said, that beer was everywhere and I only had it at one place. Like I almost wanted to go other places and try it on tap. Like, can I just get a taster of this? Because I want to see if it tastes the same everywhere. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, but so I, I saw a thing. Apparently YouTube is either really trying to push people to uh, pay for YouTube premium. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not, I don't think it's going to happen because they even tried their own like uh putting their own shows on there to get you to subscribe. And it didn't work to the point where one of their shows is now on Netflix and everyone's watching it. <laughs> Cobra Kai. Oh, yes. Cobra but Kai. apparently they're making a uh, a movie. And the guy that's making in charge of Cobra Kai is like, yeah, that movie's going to have nothing to do with the show. It's going to be a continuation of the movies, but not the mm-hmm. show in a way. So it's like... So is it like Marvel timeline where we just forget shit? And we're gonna have to try to forget shit happened or what? I'm gonna be confused, even though I haven't watched the show. <laughs> but like, cause like the first like two or three seasons were on YouTube. Yeah. And then it's like now we're on Netflix, and I'm like, yeah, I, I don't want to catch up. Like, I already made my piece of not watching it when I thought it was on YouTube only. Yeah. But anyways, some people are reporting like like some of the I guess beta testers for like their updates and stuff or somebody they're reporting that they're getting before some videos are getting five to ten second five to ten unskippable ads before a video instead of just like the one or two that we normally get now and then like some videos where it's like you're watching like it's like an eight minute video and every like minute and a half there's another ad or two in the middle terrible so either either they're like their strategy is to like they're hoping that they're thinking that people will be like you know what i love youtube so much but hate ads that i'm i'm gonna um pay for the subscription or they're just gonna people but they don't and they don't think that people are gonna be like you know what there's so many other things now to watch that isn't youtube yeah youtube is just an unnecessary evil at this point (laughs) man and and it's like sad because like one of the things they're doing now too is they're putting videos in front of like creators that haven't met the requirements to be monetized. Mm-hmm. So they'll have an ad in front of your their video, and they're not where YouTube collects. <laughs> they're not getting any of the revenue from the ad. Only YouTube is. Mm. And then my YouTube. bad, just like Instagram, YouTube is trying to be like TikTok, where they have the shorts. Instead of just the like normal videos, and they're kind of pushing the shorts more than they are the videos. So like a lot of times I'll go onto YouTube to find something, and it'll just put me in the short section already. And it's like, but I want to watch a video. I don't want to watch this shit. <laughs> so, oh man, but I I did go to YouTube today because they're they don't know whom, but somebody released a bunch of stuff. From what is supposed to be Grand Theft Auto 6 that is in development. Yes. I didn't see... I went through this the thing, but it didn't pop up like any videos. Yeah, that's why I had to go to YouTube. Ugh. Annoying. I don't want to go to YouTube. They don't have to watch ads. 
<laughs> Again, necessary evil. Yeah, I mean the video. I I like saw a video and there was like like in the top corner of the screen there was a bunch of like stuff typed on there, probably programmer stuff or whatever. But it was just basically like the gameplay was just the dude driving around, running around, shooting people. Yeah, you know, normal Grand Theft Auto stuff. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think I don't think they've announced anything for it yet, though. I don't. I, don't I think, think this was like. Like that it was even in works because I don't remember hearing anything because I know they just had a still a Sony state of play. Yeah, but I think they're still busy talking about like Xbox making Call of Duty an exclusive and and then maybe sharing it with PlayStation, but not sure. I don't know. I don't care enough to. Pl- I don't play those games, but I also yeah. don't play Grand Theft Auto. But I thought it was pretty pretty interesting. I want to see what comes of the guy that who who released it. If it was like a disgruntled. Uh, developer or if like a developer messed up and was like hey hey buddy that i trust it's not going to fuck me over by releasing this to the public check out some of the stuff from grand theft auto that i'm working on yeah secretly that nobody can know about <laughs> yeah i th- i liked grand theft auto it was pretty fun it's a pretty fun game i didn't get too much to the online stuff but just the the campaign and gameplay is pretty fun yeah i played like three and the one that came after it, and then a little bit of four. Was it Vice City that came after three, or Liberty City? I think Vice City came afterwards. With the first okay. one out, or yeah. Okay, so I played three Vice City, and then a little bit of four. Gotcha. I still think I still think three is my favorite. I don't know. Five is pretty good. I like that you had three different characters, like interchangeable, that were were um were together and the cool thing was like part of the main missions were like creating heist so you you'd have to do missions to like get your material and stuff to get ready for it and then you would have to choose like what path you were going to do so you had like to you, you would like choose your heist options which was pretty fun and then so you had three main characters like talking to each other and stuff and having a history and whatnot which i thought was fun and then like some of the uh the different missions around the world you had to switch characters to do them so like if you wanted to do like mayhem missions you had to switch to like trevor and if you wanted to do like racing missions like you had to switch to franklin and so forth so yeah i mean that sounds cool yeah so like for me i thought it was kind of cool because it wasn't like you had like one person that could just do everything like smooth talk the ladies drive drive fast cars and do loads of yeah i've 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 seen the character designs um i'm pretty sure trevor wasn't going to be the guy that smooth talk the ladies <laughs> maybe 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 the uh maybe the hillbillies the hillbilly girls maybe yeah hillbilly girls need love too <laughs> oh man so you 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 had a expected visitor this last week sean yes fajor shipped himself out here to the new jersey lands <laughs> um so we had a pretty we had a we had a pretty fun week um obviously we went to breweries so it took them to flying fish double nickel and to forgotten boardwalk um try out all the 
local beers that I continuously drink and talk about on the show. Um, we went down to Philly for the day. Um, so we went and did some a bunch of the tourist stuff. So uh, this time I was able to actually go into the uh, the the building that had the Liberty Bell, which was uh, which was really cool. Um, really liked uh, really liked that piece. We also went into um, a bunch of the old buildings down in the historic area. So like the the buildings that had like that held the first Congress and stuff like that. Um, which was pretty cool. Um, you know, the, it's interesting to, you know, see that stuff up close because it is part of, you know, our history overall, like a building is seen so much, you know, regardless of what happens, it's, it was there during, during, um, the said time and stuff, which was really cool to check out, um. Because I feel like that's always, like, the old architecture and stuff. Like, it's very... To me, like, I like seeing, like, those different things around. And it's, like... It's not... It it could just be an old building, but it could be also, like, other things, like, in nature. Like, things that have been around for thousands upon thousands of years, like, in nature. is just very, like, wowing as well. Um, So we did... Did a bunch of stuff like there, and then we actually went up to Yards Brewing and uh, had a couple beers there. Um, so I actually found a beer that I generally like by Yards. So I've had a couple of their beers, and just I'm just not a fan. Uh, but I did uh, their Level Up IPA. I actually did like to drink, so I might pick that up after I get through my uh, beer delivery beers because now my fridge is full again. So thanks you, Fajor, um, for putting the pressure back on. <laughs> um, I oh man, so um, did you get a chance? I know we, we you sent me this link to the story real quick, um, and I saw I have seen it on Reddit. But did you get a chance to swing by the Philadelphia Beer Company? No, I did. Uh, I did not. So the. The Philadelphia Beer Company actually has a branch that's about 15 minutes from my house in Jersey. So when I was doing homebrew supplies, I was actually going to their New Jersey branch to get stuff. But yes, okay. but yes, we need to, for, for those that don't know what Danny's talking about. Um, so this homebrew company was growing some hops on their property. Um you know, to, to pull out dry and make, uh, make beer, you know, hops well, and beer. they also do their like wet hopping. Cause it's, it's, you know, that time of year when like a lot of the fancy breweries get to go to like Washington or wherever else the hops are being grown, mm -hmm. sniff the shit and have like basically get it shipped to them the, that day or the next day so that they could have super fresh beers yeah. that come out like right around the har har harvest time. Mm -hmm. and a lot of like inner city breweries don't necessarily have access to that or they can't grow their own. So they have to do stuff like what Philadelphia did where they had a little patch next to their brewery growing the hops. And they even had signs up there that said, Hey, we're growing hops. Check these out. These are hops and a little like history of hops and description of hops and stuff, which all that signage and everything apparently wasn't enough to stop the city from sending a crew to clean up those weeds. Yes. So the city cleaning up the area did not 
noticed the signs and destroyed the hops um and the plants and everything just whacked it all down nothing but grass yeah. in the in, <laughs> i guess yeah so they said they said that it could cost anywhere the brewery anywhere from 10 to $25,000 in damages yes and um it's but then like reading about it on reddit you know reddit's a shithole for the most part like there's there's good moments and there's some nice people on there but generally people don't say things unless they have something negative to say. They're like the opposite of a Thumper's mom. <laughs> where Thumper's, Thumper's mom says, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. <laughs> Reddit's like, if I can't fucking like, try to be as mean, much of an asshole as possible, then I'm not going to... What's the bother replying? Yeah. But Reddit <laughs> seemed to think that their beer wasn't all that great. <laughs> We're like, yeah, it sucks. It sucks for them, but their beer is shitty. I hope they go out of business, but not because of this. <laughs> it was weird. It was like, like they felt bad and like haha at the same time. It just yeah. it was weird, but and not even like different people. I'm talking like the same comment. But yeah, man, that just sucks, dude. Like you're like, you know, trying to educate people in the neighborhood about beer and hops and stuff, and the city's like, cut that shit down. It's weeds. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways. Yeah. No. 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 So, sorry, Philly homebrewers market is where I go to. Two different entities. I I apologize. I don't want to get. As well, you should. I don't, I don't want to get called out. Somehow, somehow, Solid Snack would know that information off the top of his head and call <laughs> call us out on it. The only one that he's like, I the only one that listens, so he can send negative things to you. Actually, apparently, some of the guys from the King's Realm listen because one of them was talking about a beer, and he's like, "I'm pretty sure that you either you or Sean had this one," mm. and I was like, "Oh God, you listen! I am so sorry." <laughs> was my inside reaction but i was like no no you're right john did have that beer <laughs> uh, we have a cross culture epi- culture episode in episode 200 with mr steve atkins or satkins professional streamer sad man professional sad man. sad man sad man yeah and then i don't even remember where I don't even remember what episode is the uh, Avengers dildo episode. Those are my, those are my two two episodes. I just always like to reference back to. <laughs> yes. Do you, so do you do salad man stuff with sad man anymore? Uh, we've been talking. I think uh, he's been. We were just talking yesterday about stuff, and uh, he's. Uh, I know he's been having a difficult time at work and uh, trying to refigure out that part of his life. So um but yeah i've seen him jump on the stream stream here or there but he's also um not streaming as as much anymore either so i think he's in a doing different things now um he definitely seems i'm really happy it seems like he's really uh going out and about and doing more things and not being such a homebody um and i think it's really helping helping him out and he was actually telling me he was getting ready to go for a hike with a couple people. I think he's going today because he said he had to get up early today. So I need to nice. hit him up and ask him how his uh, hike went. Nice. Yeah, hopefully he's uh, doing well and happy. He was a he was a good guest. He was a nice guy. Yeah. No, he's he's definitely a pleasure. He's uh he's really he's he's a very down to earth guy and a very fun to chat with. So. so. But uh, back to your adventures. Yes. 
so Philly went away. So Philly's done. We went to, um, so Sunday we attempted to go to the Phillies game. I guess we did go to the Phillies game. You were at the game that just, the rain came as well? Yes, it was a rainy day. Um, it was kind of like light rain on and off through most of the morning. So we ended up still going because there was no cancellation or delay. Um, we got through the second inning and then I posted on my Instagram, the, uh, the, sh- the rain shower. You could just, you could just see the rain coming down onto the field <laughs> at that point. And, uh, the game did get rain delayed. It was rain delayed for like, I think three or four hours. We left after an hour. It was just like, we're like, well, we'll come back tomorrow if they schedule it for tomorrow. But like, fuck, we're, we're not going to just sit here for four hours. <laughs> 15, $20 beers. Yeah, no, I was not interested in watching the uh, Lions Eagles game on the TVs that they had going on. And neither was my dad. So we were like, let's uh, fucking skadoodle out of here, which actually turned into a fucking three Marvel three movie binge watch so <laughs> I'll, we'll talk about love and war later but i ended up watching thor ragnarok i watched um doctor strange and then i watched love and war so second doctor strange or the first doctor strange the second one the one with Wanda. okay multiverse yes. multiverse of madnesses yeah yes. Yes. i still haven't i still haven't seen it like of those i've only seen ragnarok gotcha you haven't seen love is war yet the anime? No, love is no love and thunder. Sorry, sorry, love. You did say love is war. <laughs> I know, I, I did, I know. I appreciate you calling me out, you bastard. That's what I'm here for. That's what I mean. You know what? Our friends are going to help each other out. Look, Prince Charles. <laughs> I'm not Donald Trump. All right. Did you see that video clip? Uh, no. The one of the one of the, I think it might have been. It was like Trump was like talking to uh, his mommy. Mm. And he was in the back mm. no. behind us like this the whole time. Yeah. Just middle finger rubbing, eye rubbing. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. With, you this, with the stubby little fingers. I had something in my eye. I just wanted to get it out. Uh, all the fucks <laughs> you had to give were, were in your eye. You had to get them out of there. Exactly. <laughs> um. We also we also went down to Ocean City, New Jersey. Um, this uh, Ocean City is on the shore. It has a boardwalk. It is a dry area, so there's no booze in Ocean City. Um, but it is rated one of the best, better boardwalks. Like I think it's usually rated always like in the top three boardwalks. In New Jersey, you have to step over all the the drunk people and vomit from the drunk people. True, true. Um, uh, but it was a nice, it was a nice beach and area. There was like, there was like eight different fucking like mini golfs, like in Ocean City, and then there was like a bunch of different escape rooms. So of course, we played some mini golf. Um, I mean, when in Rome, right? When in Rome. So we did, uh, we did haunted, uh, we did, we did the haunted one. Course wasn't like anything too crazy. There was a couple good, there was a couple hard courses. I was like, all right, 
this one's a little tough um but it wasn't like it was like all inside so you you like as soon as you picked up your clubs you like walked five feet and there was like the first one and you would just work your way back around through 18 holes so we did uh end in a draw i did choke on the 18th hole so i should i, I should have won but it choked i ended up uh using uh strokes yeah and it ended up tying so my my uh my dad fell behind and then he made some more he made a lot of hole at once throughout the middle and got himself back i was like fuck <laughs> uh -huh. i thought this was going to be in the bag after the first three rounds i was like and then it was like comeback time <laughs> that's why you play that's why you play all 18 exactly um and then um we did a uh we did a escape room so it was nice during the day like you you only need two people to do the escape room so probably to like get people to like do them because they're only a half hour long so i mean you need you need bodies in there so it was kind of cool that we were able to go in just the two of us and do it and um later on like i think it was like six you had to do the party at least had to be like a four-person party so um so if anybody's asking like w sometimes it'll say like a minimum of four people sometimes the escape room there's physical features that you actually do need four people in the room to complete like a physical task so like don't just go yelling at escape room people that it's you have to have four people there's a reason sometimes there's a reason why it's like that so don't don't right. there's some like some of them have physical features or even some of them have um like i listen to this podcast and they do board games and stuff and part of it is escaping reviews and some of them they'll separate the group into two group the party into groups of two mm -hmm. so you'll have two groups of two and like one will be locked somewhere and you have to like get each other like you'll be locked in different areas and you'll have to solve puzzles to meet to where you can meet up again yeah. and and the in a, in a common room yeah yeah and if you do and if you're with just two people if you can't do it because you need you know mm -hmm. at least two in each yeah one of them that i did in toledo you needed you needed four people like on a minimum to complete like a task like there was no way you could physically do it with less so um it was kind of funny though because they're like uh we weren't they obviously they have camera they're like running a couple different rooms so they had cameras in there so like they're like if you need help just shout and so me we were trying to figure it out and it would just like i think they were just like watching and then um and they're like all right these motherfuckers can't figure this out they're like here's a clue <laughs> so we had to get like two clue three clues i think to get through the whole thing but we did we beat it in 27 minutes with three clues. So it was funny. Like, I nice. was like, I was like at the end, I was like, yep. Yeah. I, was, I was just like, I just want to think. I, I obviously like um, the, uh, the hostess or whoever was running it. I was just like, I just want to thank the Lord for whoever was watching us and gave us those clues. Um, yeah, where we where we went, they we had an escape room in like the the front room, like with all windows, so you can definitely you could see the lobby waiting area and like mm -hmm. where the workers were, and then like the doors to go into the rooms. And they had like each of them had two different colored set of headphones, so I'm guessing that those were each one was like corresponding to a room, mm -hmm. yeah. so that they could do the same thing, like listen and see if someone uh, 
needed help and be the voice of God from the sky. Yeah, like the first escape room I did, there was actually two workers in the room. So one of them was a zombie that if he touched you, you were contaminated and you had to, you had to, you had to basically like put it, you had to chain yourself to the wall. Like it was just like a, a wrist, it was like a wristband tied to the yeah. wall. So you could still like help with the clues and stuff, but you couldn't like walk around anymore. And then the other person was like a strategist trying to help you like, um, like was trapped in there with you, but like she wasn't really helping, but she would like give clues out. So it's kind of interesting how they've morphed, um, a little bit, um, to do it. So yeah, it depends on the theme of the room. And also like, yeah, even on that podcast, they talk about it. it's like, yeah, we did this one, and you can definitely tell it's like a first generation <laughs> with how like some of the like locking like the clue locks or whatever. Where it's like, yeah, they don't they don't do that shit anymore. That's like baby, you know, game stuff. <laughs> exactly. Um, after that, we took a we took a five hour drive to Cooperstown, New York, home of the Hall of baseball hall of fame um so we went so it's the end of the season you know everybody's back in school the town was much more chillaxed you could kind of tell they just got done with uh their um their summertime uh business um so it was pretty cool though we uh we ended up uh getting in there there's three different levels um a lot of different history so there was a uh, there was definitely interesting things about, you know, the beginning of the league, the, the, the women's league, the Negro league, and, um, a lot of the just different things that were going on, um, you know, in America and in baseball, because, um, you know, the national league has been around for quite a bit of time. So there was a, there was a lot of cool history and a lot of cool artifacts and, uh, props there. Um, I think another section that was pretty interesting was like the uh the um the uh the baseball records so they were like fastest pitch and you know most strikeouts all these different things so it was it was uh those were also pretty cool to check out cuz it was like very interesting to see like when the last time somebody like you know I think it was like seven stolen bases is like the record for in baseball for a game. And the one thing I kept laughing at, I would joke around. I was like, this person doesn't count. He had extra innings. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this person did it in nine. He needed like 10. That's bullshit. It doesn't count. So um, an asterisk next to it. Yes. Put an asterisk next to it. Um, so that was also pretty cool to see. I learned about the unassisted triple play. Danny, do you know what the unassisted triple play is? Yes. Okay. I mean, it could take different forms, but mm. you need generally an infielder will catch the ball, tag tag the base of the person who need didn't tag up, and then hopefully let the and then they'll chase down the runner coming towards their base and tag them. Yep. So that was a pretty cool um, fact, and they did. They actually had one caught on one what recently. I think it was like in two thousand nine was the last time it happened. Um, but they had like a great like video clip of it that helped kind of like showed it and, and explained. And it's 
and it's crazy because this has really only happened like a handful of times. And I think it's happened more recently, like like if not this if not this season, last season, maybe they just haven't updated their video footage or the one that they have there is acceptable enough. But I'm pretty sure it's happened like within the last couple seasons. Yeah. Cause I know John Boy did a uh breakdown of one. Yeah. I'm having technical difficulties. But, my beer can is yeah, my mustache. I see. <laughs> Yeah. So did you, did you just did you drive up there and um, see the museum and drive home, or did you stay out there? Uh, we stayed one night because it was just too much of a drive to get there and back <laughs> in one day. I, I mean, I, I mean, it makes sense. That's like ten hours plus whatever time you spent there. Did you get a chance to check out any breweries there? Because I think like Omni Gang might be located in Cooperstown. Yes, Omni Gang was closed, so we were not able Dick. to go that night. Yes, Dick. unfortunately. So, but we did go to, um, we went to, uh, Red, Red Shed Brewing, um, and then we went, which is a small town, was another small town, had interesting beer flavors and stuff, and then we went to, uh, fuck, no follow-up questions, um. You went to fuck, huh? Yeah. (laughs) We went to another brewery, and the cool thing about it was is that it was an old dairy farm so like the house it looked like the house got converted to a winery and then the brewery got converted to um into the brewery uh for it in the barn the barn got converted to the brewery well because there was another farm to like the left there was like a big like a big like a big no because because you said you said the brewery got converted to the brewery oh sorry I'm sorry. I think like the, I think like the cattle house got converted to the brewery, and then you had a regular farm over there. Okay. But it was uh, it's called Highborough uh, Brewery. So they actually had some real, they had some pretty good stuff there. Um, I, I they had a Philly sour, um, which was uh pretty decent, um, uh, just a straight sour, no flavoring or anything, um. I had, and then I had two of their I, different IPAs, um, and they were both, and they were both solid. I really liked their, their hoedown, their haydown one was really good. I ended up getting a growler of that, um, and brought that home, which I've already, <laughs> which I've already drank in. Consumed? Yeah, consumed. It was, uh, really good. So, and then, um, I know my dad had a cup, like the blueberry wheat and another one, and he said they were really good. So, um. They were, uh, they were definitely a, a really cool, like, set of, uh, of people. So, um, no, then we, we were driving back. We stopped out of Allentown and went to a cavern, um, and kind of checked it out. Pretty small and new, newer cavern when you think of caverns and stuff. So, for people that don't know anything about, fucking caverns and stuff so a cave has a natural opening a cavern basically is like a hollowed out area and it's typically discovered by a person because they fell through some weak floor or they were digging or mining and they end up finding the cavern um you could tell a cavern's age because of some of the formations that are inside um so basically like the water that comes from the ceiling collects minerals and stuff and it'll actually make um 
over the course of hundreds to thousands of years it will uh create um like mineral i don't i forget what they're called mineral fragments oh, man. i'll help you out dude yes you have to figure out if they're mites or tights yes <laughs> once from the ground once from the ceiling yeah i think the mites are on the floor because they might go to the ceiling i think that's what that's the ring that she said but basically like they didn't have they only had like one real small one that touched where like i was like when i went to the ohio caverns years and years ago and i think i talked to i may have talked about it on the podcast um they actually had a ton of big ones touching each other so that's how you could tell yes. the age so the, the stalagmites and the stalactites thank you yes the stalagmites <laughs> um so we also went so we went to, we went and killed some time down in camden we went to the uh the aquarium we saw the i forget which hippo it was but one of the hippos was right up against the glass glass and it was stealing the porcupine snacks because he's a the hippo's a badass so um uh, and then we went to the most, the, the most dangerous land mammal on earth yes stealing snacks from a porcupine i guess when you just don't give a fuck <laughs> exactly um, and then we went to the uh, USS New Jersey in Camden, New Jersey. Um, so this is one of the one of the biggest battleships that uh, the, we've had for the U.S. has had in its navy. Um, it was constructed during World War II, and it it re and then it got retired finally uh, in like 1991. It was it was a it was cool to check out, to be honest, like you, uh, like walking through the different ships and stuff and seeing how, where the people where like the crew people stayed and did. And, you know, it was, uh, it was cool. And then we went to like a couple of different radio rooms and newsrooms and stuff like that. So it was, it was really cool to see how this, see how the ship was. It has, uh, three sisters, so you could check out. I don't. I don't. I don't remember the name at each port, but I think it was like Iowa is in L.A., one is in Carolina, and one is in Hawaii. So if you wanted to see all four of the of this of of these um, sister ships, that you would have to go to multiple places to get there. <laughs> so. Uh, bucket list, I guess. What's up? Hit list. I said bucket list for some people. Maybe, maybe if you like big ships. If you like big and ships, I lie. And you cannot lie. <laughs> so that part was uh, that part was pretty cool. And then um, so and then we finally Friday before we left, we decided to go to um, what's it called? It's called uh donkey tail in uh in uh, camden it's a cheesesteak place um that does that does a uh, donkey's place donkey place that's what it's called um so they okay do, yeah so they do cheesesteaks and if you probably you may have known a food guy that passed away a couple of years ago um what's his name is he on food network yeah he was he was the guy that always was like hung out with Guy Fieri. 
Uh, no, he's the Car- no, he's the guy that traveled not- around the world traveling, di- trying different foods. Oh, Anthony Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain. He said this place. Okay, that's a- funny that my uh, my my mind went to uh, Carlos the Cuban Ruiz. Yes, he's pretty. Yeah, that guy was pretty cool. But yes, um, he he came to uh, he came to Camden in one of his movies, and he went to Donkey's place, and it is he said it is the best cheesesteak that he's ever had in the area. So he's he stated of New Jersey or the the Eastern Seaboard area. I don't know. I, I I'm just exactly. Gonna, I'm just gonna assume between Philly and Camden, <laughs> the best cheesesteak is in Camden, according to him. So um according to anthony so take it with a grain of salt uh but they were it was it was packed dude we got there dude it was a huge ass line literally the food is just cheesesteaks getting cooked inside a bar like there's like a big old like bar you could sit down and have drinks just like if you were any other one there was a couple tables in the back and then there was like a line to the cash register and you just kind of ordered your your food so they gave you like we ordered three fries and that was a fucking mistake <laughs> like the, the the fries were just like way too big um it's when, like a five guys fries yeah it's just like fuck we only needed probably two and that would have been a stretch dude the sandwiches they were on like big old roll circle rolls like this man and it was just like Oh, that's all they did, which make cheesesteaks. There was really no fancy menu or anything, but fuck, dude, it was good, though. <laughs> it was funny. They had all sorts of different shit on the wall um, inside. It was like, you know, spank that ass, kiss the ass, all sorts of different things. It was like one one of them said, uh, bad things happen in Philly, come to Camden. <laughs> So they had, and then there was like a fuck long roll shirt. So they had all sorts of, they were really into it. So it was a, it was a really good time. So it was a overall really great, great week off. Got to check out a bunch of stuff that um, I've not seen in the area yet. So that was also kind of cool. It helped kickstart some of that piece. So a whole trip with your Faja. Yes. With Fajor. So, what about you, man? I know you uh, decided to leave uh, Riverside for a bit. Yeah, so I had I had a week off and decided to like at least to end the trip. Well, first we uh on Tuesday of the week we went to go see a uh, Weird Al Yankovic in concert. Hey oh, and um, I kind of knew this was go- going in, but it's. And I was prepared for it. And so, but basically this tour, he was just doing all of his own original songs. He wasn't doing any parodies. So like on every album, he has like a bunch of parodies. And then he has like a handful of songs that are like done in the style of a band. Yeah. Like one of the songs he does is like a song kind of sung similar to The Doors. But about Craigslist. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, I mean, it was pretty cool. Um, Emo Phillips, stand-up comedian that's been around forever, like used to guest spots on saturday night live he was the opening act um like you might not recognize his name but if you you know if you're older i guess generation x you definitely recognize his voice he has like a higher pitched speaking voice um he was pretty funny um a little dark my wife's like i was like laughing at some of those jokes i was like man you got a dark sense of humor 
<laughs> like he uh one of his jokes was um talking um incest is like a cell phone camera it's it's there when you care more about convenience than quality <laughs> oh, um, terrible 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 but you laugh so that's all that matters um and then weird al came out performed and stuff and so he even he even mentioned during the show about how um you know, he'll, you know, after the show, he'll check, you know, it's all over his website and when he did the tour announcement and social media and everything that this was going to be him doing all his original songs. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, he'll check Twitter after the show to see what people thought or whatever people are saying about the show. And there'll be a couple people complaining. He didn't do he didn't play my favorite song. You know, mm-hmm. and so he did all originals. He came out. He, then he went out and left. They kind of stood off to the side of the stage acting like they're like just standing around whatever killing time. And then they came back, of course, and did an encore. Um, like he never left fully left the stage. It was pretty funny. Yeah. And so they did like a cover actual cover song, not a parody, but an actual cover song. And then he did kind of a little montage of some of his popular cover songs, and that was the end of the show. And so leaving, there was I heard a couple people complaining. He's like, Yeah, he didn't do enough he, he didn't do enough cover songs. <laughs> and it's like, didn't you hear him? The part where he literally said the purpose of the show was sent. So although that was pretty funny. But people then people um, don't fucking listen. Oh, God damn, no, they don't. So <laughs> we ended up deciding to go to one of our favorite places to get away, Santa Barbara. hey We stayed at a new hotel that was, like, right on the beach. Well, like, nice. not on the beach, because no hotels are really on the beach there. We were on the other side of the road from the beach. Um, And it kind of sucks, because, like, we had the window open, and because of the harbor, there's no waves. Mm-hmm. You know, because they don't want boats capsizing as they're trying to leave the harbor. Yeah, <laughs> kind of defeats the purpose of having a safe place to park your boat. But like, <laughs> we definitely heard the bird noises and stuff. But then you also had the traffic of the cars going by. Um, but it was a pretty nice room. It was um, Hotel Milo was the name of the hotel. Um, okay. They have some nice amenities. They have like a handful of fire pits around that go on basically between sundown to like eleven o'clock at night. Hmm. So you can either buy like drink. They had stuff there like wine and beers to buy there, or you can like bring your own stuff and just kind of hang out around the chairs by the fire pits and so like friday night like like saturday night there wasn't that thursday night there wasn't that many people but friday night man like the main ones at least by the lobby were packed with people yeah so it looked like they got a nice little crowd there um it's not too far from like the state street where all the shops are and stuff and so like the first night we first day we get out there we got out there like for lunch but we couldn't check in yet so we went to this place we always go to called the benchmark Mm kind of near the end of state street because they have this like honey uh bacon parmesan cheese deep fried brussels sprouts dish that's amazing yeah (laughs) and so then we right so we went there i had a beer and that and so that was our lunch basically and then um checked in i went to this seafood restaurant that it's kind of you can't miss it if you drive if you ever driven through santa barbara it looks like it's basically built into like what looks like a lighthouse on the coat on the on this on the main street and so then the rest of the time, we're just kind of walking around. There's a, um, we found a new place that serves uh, lobster rolls. It's not on the shore. It's kind of up. They're like walking up and we see these like funny murals going down this alleyway leading us towards this place called Broad Street um, Oyster Company. Mm-hmm. And we're, we go back there and we're like, are you guys newish? Because I think we would recognize the murals, but... I'm not sure if I'm, you know, just we're just idiots. And they're, they open like basically Fourth of July weekend this year. Oh wow! 
super like they were kind of ballsy because we looked at a couple places for their lofts rolls and every place just had market price. Mm -hmm. They had a flat price of like 25 bucks for their lobster roll. And you can either get it cold with mayo or warm with butter, extra butter basically on the bread. Yeah. Damn. Super amazing. French fries were good. Um, that was our lunch. And then for dinner, we went to um Institution Brewing Company. And we had I had their Pilsner, which is amazing. Um I had their California Common, and then I had their oatmeal coffee stout. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the coffee stout, man, it just tasted like you're drinking a cup of coffee. It was really good. Uh, <laughs> but then they're, but they have like some really good pizzas. So we had the pizza we got from them was a uh, carne asada pizza. So it's basically like everything you'd get in a carne asada taco on top of a pizza. So you got like the pico, the guacamole, you know, came with like a, and a sour cream or, you know, the crema. And then it had a couple of limes for you to like squeeze around on it and stuff. Okay. That and it wasn't sound, bad. It was like twenty sound, bucks. Yeah, that does sound twenty bucks good. for like a pizza that's pretty filling. Um, like two people, definitely that's all you really need. Um, any more than that, you might need something else. But <laughs> especially if you're, but if you're drinking beer, you might not, you know. But it's pretty cool. Like, um, they have the a lot of seating both on the street and in the restaurant, and then they even have like a little side patio area where they just have like a secondary like pouring area. Uh, but one of the things I really like that Santa Barbara did, like, it's cool, like, if you're touristy, but I guess it might suck if you, like, want to live there. And, but they basically have a lot of, like, State Street blocked off still for the restaurants. Mm. So they have, like, little curbside, like, seating, like, that are out on the street for curbside seating. And so they have, like, the cross streets open, so you can drive across State Street, you just can't drive up and down, like, the restaurant part of State Street. Gotcha. So, you know, I'm sure the, the subreddit fuck cars would greatly appreciate that sentiment. <laughs> and then, but then one of our favorite places we always go to is uh, this, it's a chocolate shop called Chocolate Maya. Yeah. And like they're, they're like, they're closed on Wednesdays. And then when they are open, they're open, only open from like noon to five. Like they're not open very long, but they have like truffles, like handmade truffles and different chocolate pieces. And then they have like different fancy candy bars, chocolate bars from around the world. Hmm. So we always go there and get like a, a box, get a handful of uh, truffles to bring home. So like the one of them I have is like a Japanese whiskey and honey. And then they have like a Jack, da they had like a Jack, no, it was like Jack Daniels and honey. Uh, they have like a bourbon and salt. Eh, I don't know, man. <laughs> a lot of crazy flavors, but a lot of them, like they actually have like actual alcohol in them. Oh, so it's wow. pretty good. Nice. And they're all like real like nice to look at, you know. Um, I would fall if, if I know they said they ship. Um, because we told them we always go by when you go up there, and they're like, "Yeah, we ship," and it's <laughs> like, "Yeah, but it's also been like a hundred degrees." <laughs> so yeah, chocolate Maya. If you uh, live someplace you know where it's not a hundred degrees and you want to get chocolate shipped to you, mm. check out their website. <laughs> it's their chocolates are amazing. Maybe Highly recommend. Order it in the winter time. It'll be cold. Yes. Yes, like the the butcher shop that we, the grocery store that we order like the stuff from North Dakota, like the sausages and stuff that they make. Yeah, they don't ship during the summer either for that very same reason. Yeah. Even though they ship it in like a uh, packed a cooler pack with like ice packs and stuff. Yes, he still won't ship in the summer because he doesn't want to like basically get sued if somebody gets food poisoning from raw meat being shipped in the in the summertime. I don't blame him. 
I don't oh, blame him. <laughs> so you mentioned you went on a Marvel movie-thon? Yep. So I ended up um, checking out... So I saw Thor Ragnarok, finally. You know, after years and years and years. <laughs> that one was really good. I really um, I really did like that movie. It was... Uh, it was... It was funny. The story was, the story was um, well done. It just had good flow, and it just it was it was it was just solid. I just uh, it was definitely a, a top movie for me. Um, I uh, and then later on afterwards. So, so real quick on a uh, Ragnarok. One of the most the there's a story behind one of the more memorable lines in the movie, mm-hmm. where you know in the arena and Thor's sitting there and you're going to face your opponent and the crowd starts chanting and he's getting all nervous and then Hulk comes out and then he turns around and he's like, he's a friend from work. Yeah. Apparently, according to um, Liam Hemsworth, they had a Make-A-Wish kid yeah. on the set. Yeah. And that line was like, kind of like a, that line was his suggestion. Oh, really? That he's yeah, like- you should be like, He's like, well, like, not exactly. Like, he, I can't remember exactly what the kid said, but they didn't do it exactly. But it's like, you should say you know him from work or something like that. <laughs> That's pretty cool that they did that. So, <laughs> and then it was hilarious. I thought it was like when Hulk came out, like Loki started freaking out. And then um, after uh, Thor started or after a uh, Hulk started slamming Thor around, he was like, ha, that's how it feels. <laughs> or. I like whenever um, Thor just starts throwing shit at Loki because he's not sure if he's there or not. Yes. <laughs> that was also pretty funny. Oh, man. But yeah, so that's that's the movie that got Ta- Taika Waititi, like, the, basically the green light to do whatever he wanted in future movies. That and Jojo Rabbit. I don't know if you've seen that one yet. No. No, no. Where, no. where, where our boy ha- boy's imaginary best friend is Hitler. Oh, boy. But that's also because it takes place during World War II. That, in Germany, that so. makes sense. Um, did he do uh, um, Love and Thunder? Yes, he did. Not Love is War. It'd be interesting if he did Love is War, though. That'd be kind of an interesting take on the yes, anime, yes. like the next season. Yes, I actually did not care for Love and Thunder. I thought it no? was, I thought it was a bit of a letdown after Ragnarok. I heard that you know. Like the 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 god butcher didn't butcher many gods. At least he wasn't as vicious as he was in the comics. And and the most disappointing thing about the whole movie, yeah, Thor's ass was CGI. Oh, was it? That's not. Yeah, that's not the real Liam Hemsworth ass. That's that's straight. Like I saw like a picture where he's wearing like basically like underwear, like long johns or some kind of pants. Yeah, CGI. Gotcha. Oh boy. Maybe they didn't want bare butts on this scene for whatever reason. Like real bare, real bare butts? Maybe they didn't have permits for uh, naked and for nudity. No. Um, I thought Thor was just a very annoying character almost through the whole thing. Um, is random, like, j- jealousy talk between weapons. Um, he He went back to, like... I am Thor. Like, I have to, you know, talk like I'm from, you know, I'm an old Viking and stuff. And it was like, they, I felt like they lost what they built in Ragnarok. 
that between that and like the stuff that he did with uh, like Guardians of the Galaxy and the Avengers. Yeah, I just thought like his character just seemed like so just out there, just it like in left field, and then like you have this serious character that's killing gods, and like the best they could come up with is he fucking stole the kids like he didn't like fucking put down anybody significant or anything like yeah i i just it didn't make any sense like because like i love the story of the god killer like where like how they built him to hate the gods and how everything came through um yeah that 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 story arc like pretty much cemented jason aaron is like one of those artists where i will buy whatever new material he's writing gotcha like he's like he's kind of pissing off some people right now because he's writing the new punisher and they they're changing the logo yes in the comics from the old punisher logo because people who don't know what the punisher actually stands for are co-opting it thinking he's like pro-police and Mm. you know when he's real you know really just like and kind of anti-police and a pro-murder. Yeah. Like, how are they getting pro-police with a skeleton? From a dude that's a vigilante that kills people. Like, in real life? <laughs> in IRL? Going around no, I'm talking about Thor. Like, like the Punisher. Yeah. I'm talking about the Punisher, how he's... Yeah. He's I, like a vigilante. He, like, he, yeah. he doesn't care about justice. He just wants death. I know. Like, how, how is it getting tied to Blue Lives with a, a skull? I saw... How, I don't know, like, man. Why would what? How? I'm just trying to figure out who fucking made a connection between a fucking skull and the police caring for the police. Because, because the police are anti-criminal and the Punisher is anti-criminal. I think that's the only thing. But they they're supposed to go about it different ways. Yeah, Punisher just fucking murders everybody. He punishes them. Everybody. Right. Nobody years ago, like Punisher. Like this wasn't even like a recent thing. This was like, like last decade thing. They did a comic where he went up to a police officer that had like something acknowledging the Punisher on his uniform, and he's like, "Dude, if you're if you're you, you can't be wearing that uniform and like looking up to me, like you should be cu- out trying to catch me and put me in jail, not idolizing me." Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. 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 Um. So yeah, Love and Thunder. Very serious enemy, really good background story. I liked what they were trying to do with it. And then you just got fucking goofy ass Thor. And then like, like the end of, I don't know. And I felt like I liked with what they were trying to do with, um, what's her name with, uh, Jane Foster. Yeah. Jane Foster and Thor and stuff. And like that part was kind of cool. I don't know. I just not a fan of this one. Not a fan. No, no. I, was, I, I mean, I, I like I said, I haven't heard any good things, but I haven't watched. I haven't even seen like the last, the, the most recent Spider-Man or Doctor Strange movies. So I'm like, yes, I'm not as far behind as you were, but you're more caught up than me now. Yep. And then Doctor Strange was super good. Um, I did like that one because it was and very. It was a very interesting take on the metaverse and how it kind of it actually makes me want to go back and finish um 
the uh, WandaVision? the WandaVision because of how good the movie was with building up her her being a villain. Like to me, that's how good the movie was. Like it makes you want to go watch WandaVision to see how everything just starts to get to that point which it which is you know those those uh which the movie team should be really proud of because and like i said it was i just i just thought it was really good um at the end of the day i think there was some good jokes and some stuff going around and super solid super solid so yeah so i watched the netflix original exclusive movie a gunpowder milkshake Okay. It has a uh, Karen Gillan who plays. I had her name and then I lost it. She was one of um, Thanos' adopted daughters that wasn't the green one. She's the blue one. What's her name? I don't remember. I don't know. But she was also the doctor in Doctor Who. She was one of the doctors, like sidekicks or assistants or whatever they're called. Okay. Um, and so in this one, basically, she's like part of this hit. Um, she's like a hit woman that works mm-hmm. for this organization called the Firm. Mm-hmm. And so she gets sent on a mission. Stuff goes awry. She ends up in the in the custody of like an eight eight year old girl, or as the girl says, anytime you say she's eight, she's like, no, I'm eight and three quarters. <laughs> so, um, Lena Headley plays her mom. Um, Carla Cugino, and you know, there's like librarians. There's like three of them, and basically, they're kind of seems like they're thematically after the three. Um, little fairies or whatever in uh, Sleeping Beauty. Uh-huh. Uh, but they kind of run the library. Angela Bassett plays one of them. Carla Cugina plays one. And why can't I think of the third one? She's like an amazing uh, Asian actor. She was like in Hidden Dragon. And she played like the aunt in um, the 10,000 Rings mm-hmm. movie or the um, the Marvel movie. Um, but man, this movie, like people were kind of comparing it to uh, like John Wick. And I guess... Like, oh, this is like female John Wick. This is female John Wick. And it's like, no, there's like, there's a Clive Owen movie, Shoot 'em Up. It feels more like Shoot 'em Up, if anything, than John Wick. And it kind of almost has elements of Sin City in a way where it's just, it's very stylized. Like, not to the point of Sin City, but you can definitely tell the director had a look in mind for like the world that they live in Mm -hmm. and the way the action goes down and stuff. Um, but I do like like the fights and stuff. Like it seems like Hollywood. This is a cool thing. Like Hollywood is getting a little bit more where the fights, at least in a lot of movies, are non-superhero movies are getting more like realistic. Like they're slowed down. Like the movie Nobody was one where like I watched the. There's a fight scene on the bus. If you haven't seen it, just go to YouTube. Nobody bus scene. Yeah. Like nobody comes out of that scene that fight a winner, right? Like yeah. everybody, like, the main character and the people he's fighting all get their ass kicked. <laughs> you know and so that's kind of like this movie where everything is like realistic um like she's not going to overpower somebody bigger than her so she either uses weapons or like leverage yeah um like it's pretty funny paul giamata is like the guy basically her, her handler in the firm and anything he's in is he's pretty he's solid in mm-hmm. um yeah if you if you have like two hours to spare and a netflix account <laughs> seriously gunpowder milkshake is the way to go like you know i know a lot of people when it came out started talking about the whole like woke and putting women in roles that men should play kind of a thing or 
you know, and it's like, no, no, this, this works. And it's a good story. Like if this movie would have came out 20 years ago or 30 years ago or four, even 40 years ago, like it would be one that people would be looking back now and be like, see, why can't they make movies like Gunpowder Milkshake instead of forcing women into roles? Yeah. Or like, you know, like all these grown men that are getting sad over a cartoon, animated cartoon made for eight-year-old girls with but, The Little Mermaid. Have you seen, have you heard that story? Yeah, I heard, isn't The Little Mermaid like going to be like uh, black? So everybody's like flipping, yes. flipping out? Yes. Yes. Hashtag not my mermaid. I saw like the worst Facebook <laughs> meme. <laughs> Post on on Reddit. <laughs> yes. And it's like, dude, you're a grown-ass man. It shouldn't be your mermaid. True. But I saw one, and I don't know if it was, like, photoshopped, fake, and then put on there, or if somebody's actually passing this around. But it was a picture of, like, the original Disney animated aerial in front of the Confederate flag saying, don't erase my history. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, yeah. But yes, Gunpowder Milkshake, fun movie, should watch. Nice. Lot, it's pretty violent. If, if you don't like, I guess I should add the caveat of if you don't <laughs> like violent movies, because some people die some pretty gruesome deaths. Eee. not good. <laughs> I guess it is kind of like Sin City in that way. Yep, yep, that is true. Oh man, we're coming to the end of summer. Summer anime is coming to an end. I actually watched a couple Marvel shows as well. So maybe there'll be uh, something next week. I think I need to finish one of them so I could talk about it. But we got that coming up. Um, I was I was kind of disappointed in a good way. Because episode 12 of, I think, my season, this season's favorite anime for me mm-hmm. came out. So I made sure to watch them both this morning yes. so I could talk about it. And I don't think it's ending ending at twelve because there's a and I and if it ends at twelve, I think I'll be more pissed than if it doesn't because there's a fucking giant ass cliffhanger. Which I'm like, which two are you talking about? Like Koyas Recoil. Oh, I didn't watch that one. <laughs> yeah, so episode twelve is not. I don't think episode twelve is the end of the gotcha. season. Got you. Yeah, I think um, I'm waiting for episode. I think it's thirteen coming out i think next week it does for call of the night i mean the pharmacy one is coming to an end everything, yeah i think i think there's at least 13 episodes yeah everything that starts comes to an end <laughs> i know man Ugh. did you see they announced a season two for my dress up darling i did not see that but that is uh beautiful news to my ears all i I saw last night is everybody fucking bitching on Reddit about Rent a Girlfriend season three. I was just like, um, maybe just don't watch it or just let the people that do watch it and enjoy it have their have their fun. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one thing I don't like anymore is when people um um don't just let people enjoy things. They actually have to uh shit on things that other people enjoy. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's like you can't just ignore something. No. But yeah, so, um, I I thought that you were going to bring up the argument whether or not you're from, um, what's the name of that anime with the, where they had to get together the fake family to assassinate? Spy Family? What's that? Spy Family. Spy Family. Yeah. Whether, whether you're from Spy Family or the main character from My Dress Up Darling was, like, the waifu of the year. (laughs) 
That was another hotly debated topic going around Reddit this weekend. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, good times. Good times. <laughs> so, much, so much news to talk about next week. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thank you guys for sticking around. Make sure you follow us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, all those magical places. We'll be back for another fantastic episode next week. Catch you later, everybody. Bye, Zs.